freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome to episode 83 of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. And I'm Dan Todd. The theme of our show today is our constitutional rights are no joke. I guess that's fitting, right? Because it's April 1st, April Fool's Day. I hate April Fool's. I I just absolutely hate it. Today is April Fool's? Yeah. Uh, Why? I hate April Fool's. Me too. Me too. I mean, it's bad enough the the fake, false, twisted news we got to weed through now already and then as i'm looking through my facebook feed i'm just like wait what oh yeah it's april fools you know (laughs) you know we've been on this mic for 166 hours what you're right 83 episodes times two hours an episode holy cow actually when we first started we were one hour oh that's right but i don't remember how long that was but still that's definitely over 100 I, hours I think, of radio. I, I think that was about seven years ago. And that ain't no fooling. <laughs> no. It seems like seven years ago. <laughs> it does, right? <clears throat> so, anyway, yes, our theme today is our constitutional rights are no joke. And our first hour guest, Megan Smiley, is a USPSA competition shooter and holder of certification for EAGALA, Professional and Animal Assisted Therapist. Mm-hmm. We also she is have, a a, uh, a a psychologist like me, so it's uh, going to be fun to gonna, talk to somebody that. No, wait, we're going to have two psychologists <laughs> in the same. I love oh. it. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> Go I, on. I can't now. <laughs> you want to lay down on the couch? No. We're going to ask no. you about in, your. <laughs> in fact, you know what? That's strange. You're a psychologist, and you have a couch in here. I know. Couch I, has got to go. Line that up well. Blade, couch has got to go. <laughs> Either that or Cheryl's got to go. One of the two. Okay. Uh, maybe the couch. Maybe I'll stay. We also have Scott Levin. Uh, Lavin. He's an organizer of Shots Heard Around the World Day. Mm-hmm. And that's an awesome program. I'm excited to talk to him about that. Our second hour, our brand new segment sponsored by Tacticatch, the AR rifle retention system. The tech segment with Scott Johnson, the inter- inventor of Tacticat. He's with us in the studio right now. He is, and he's <clears> brought <throat> brought his uh, beautiful bride, and she is actually on the sofa. So maybe we should go ask her some deep and probing questions. Nope, she's leaving. Stay away from the sofa. It's okay. I won't. I won't. Stay away from the sofa. <laughs> There's no sofa in this room. But you know what? When you read that, you, you gotta you gotta say it's Tacticatch, the AR rifle retention system, not just the. But rifle. my script says the. It doesn't say the. But it's all capitalized. Oh. I should have put extra e's in there. Yeah. The right. Who else are we interviewing today, Dan? We have Don Walls, author of who Good- now. Huh? Dan was. Dan. It's your name. Dan was. <laughs> April Fools. April Fools. Nice. On, on the couch for you for on the, the next cou- 10 minutes. <laughs> we have do-overs. Do-overs. April Fools. Okay. <clears throat> we have Dan was, author of Good Gun, Bad Guy. It's an awesome book. I've gotten through a couple pages of it, and uh, it's hard to sit down, but we have other things we have to do. So so excited about that interview. Uh, so definitely stick around for that. We also have our Responsibly Armed Citizen Report and Dan's Commentary. Mm. So I want to talk about the theme. Is that okay if I do that? No. No? <laughs> okay, we'll just sit here. Maybe I should talk about the theme. All right. Our theme is our constitutional rights are no joke. And even though... We watch our politicians make a complete mockery of our Constitution on a daily or maybe even an hourly basis. 
that does not mean that anyone is laughing. We certainly are not enjoying the show of uninformed or misinformed voters being led to make foolish decisions when they step into the voting booth. Who can blame the average Jane or Joe who are simply trying to make a life for their family, working possibly multiple jobs, and hoping to keep enough of their freedoms intact that their children might live in a country that our forefathers envisioned? What is our life for if not to pave the way for the generations to come? So how do Jane and Joe make intelligent decisions when they vote? How do any of us speak intelligently about important topics and constitutional rights? Start by not repeating anything that politicians say. Because you're guaranteed, just about guaranteed, to sound foolish because they sound foolish. And they just don't care. Because they know that no one is going to challenge them on their foolishness. But that is where they are really wrong. Because each and every week we bring you intelligent, thoughtful, and insightful guests who are helping to engage, educate, and inform our listeners. And judging from the last election, many of you are listening. The foolish politicians are the ones who got sent home after election day. But the worst part of the joke is that they went right back to saying the same old nonsense foolishness that they were before the election. So I guess in the long run, the joke is ultimately on them and anyone who will not learn from their history. So learn from your history. Read your constitution. It takes 30 minutes cover to cover. See how skinny that is? I'm holding one in my hand. And we will even send you one just like this for free. Why? Because our constitutional rights, your constitutional rights, are no joke. Dan? Well, Cheryl, come on now. You got me a little upset here when you said all politicians don't listen to them. Well. Now, we were at a, an event last night. True. And there are politicians there. And there's true. many that we respect. True. And are common sense good people. True. But here's my distinction. And, and I should have probably explained that, so I'm glad you called me on that. My distinction is someone who is a politician is somebody that's self-serving. They're constantly trying to cover their own behind. Uh, you know, they're in it for some kind of kickbacks and financial gain. The ones that you described, the ones that we respect, the ones that know their stuff, the ones that are really serving their constituents, those are public servants, not politicians. And that's... That's the way that I categorize them, um, and I'll, I'll be more careful about that in the future because I think that's, that's probably a good distinction because I certainly wouldn't want, um, you know, Trent Franks, he's our, our Arizona congressman. I absolutely love him. He is such a solid guy. He's a principled guy. He's an intelligent guy, and I would never want him to think that I was, you know, referring to him in that, in that opener. So thank you. I appreciate it. Right, that. so what you're saying, <clears throat> there are politicians that are the self-serving ones, and I could give examples, but I don't think we need to because no. they're not uh, running for president anymore. Or <laughs> Stop it now. I did, wait Stop a minute, it wait now. A who says it was this election, Cheryl? All right. Who sa- even though it was, who All said right. that? All right. I'll give you that. Okay. Okay. Anyway, that uh, event, the event we went to, what was it called last night? Gosh, what was that? That was the 2017 G- uh, Arizona GOP legislative uh, salute dinner. So it's where they hand out their awards, and it was a very fun and uh, exciting evening where, you know, everybody's just in a good mood, just kind of saying, you know, well, who's, who's done, you know, an exceptional job in their particular district. So well, I'll tell that was you, fun. Uh, probably the best event I've went to in the last year. It was. It was really fun. It was fun. beautiful. And the, the, the location was called Chateau Lux. Oui, and, oui. and it looked like we were going to be in an industrial area. We turn up the street and it looked like we were going to be in an industrial area. And turns out there is this gorgeous venue up there that would be perfect for a wedding or you know, any, any kind of event. It was very nice. Um, perfect night. But we perfect got, place for you a know, night like We that. were able to talk to politicians and people who work with politicians on a one-on-one basis, and it wasn't like, okay, you got 30 seconds. 
What do you want to say? Yeah, it was nice to be able to see uh, Trent Franks and Jeff Flake uh, without going to D.C., which is, yeah. you know, they would take my appointments here, but I only make appointments with them in D.C. because I go there with the D.C. Uh, project ladies. And one of the people that impressed me the most was Mark Naper. He was uh, just elected uh, Pima uh, County Sheriff's Department. Yes, awesome and guy. I'll tell you. Napier. Napier, yes. I'm sorry. He was a true, he's a true constitutionist. And what a, a ma- I, I, I just felt like I was learning so much right then when I, in the conversation we had. Pima County has a great asset now. Well, and our new Arizona GOP chairman, um, uh, J- Jonathan Lines. Yes. Jonathan Lines. He is a gun enthusiast. So he is our new best friend, and I could barely pry Dan and, and uh, Jonathan apart from each other. Uh, there were several people standing around doing the, you know, trying to catch his eye. I'd really like to shake hands with you. I'd really like to congratulate you or at least say good night for the evening. And uh, Dan and him were just locked on talking about you guns. Know, mm, Too many of them. <laughs> machine gun yes. shoots and blowing things up. And uh, it was really interesting. We'd never met him before. And we have so many friends in common. It's just such a small world. And it's weird that we hadn't run into him before. But um, doing a great job. And he took over from Robert Graham, who was just an awesome man. And um, he's still he's still doing some stuff. So we're. I'm hoping we're going to get a chance to interview him maybe sometime later in the year after he's had a chance to work on a couple of projects that he's got uh, spinning right now. So anyway, well, I think we'll head out to commercial. What do you think? Okay. (laughs) You're the boss. You're driving. Uh, Oh, okay. I like it. Let me do this. No, we're not. Well, I'm going to anyway. There you go. There you go. 32 years of that. (laughs) All right. Stick around. On the other side of this commercial, we're going to do something a little bit different. We don't have a guest in our next segment. We have three uh, video clips. You're going to hear the audio, but we've posted the video on our Facebook page uh, about different different women and their take on the whole Second Amendment thing. So let you think about that through the commercial. Come back with us. I'm Rob Morse. Defending your life is frightening enough. But you and your family might face financial ruin as you have to defend yourself from our legal system. Protect yourself by joining the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. Network members enjoy financial and legal assistance if they defend themselves in a legitimate self-defense situation. I'm a member. Use the tracking code Paul when you join me at armedcitizensnetwork.org. Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Pot of Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Pot of Gold Auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at potofgoldestate.com. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun-buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun-buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun, and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun? Absolutely. azfirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. azfirearms.com is Knolltown Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit azfirearms.com. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. Well, as I promised, uh, we have some some video clips. You'll hear them as audio, obviously, because this is radio. Um, The first one I want to cue up for you, Kira Davis. Okay, she was interviewed 
on Colion Noir's NRA news show. And she says she uh, used to be a, a liberal, but she slowly realized over time that it just wasn't in alignment with her way of thinking. And so she is, is a, a journalist, and she was covering some of the stuff that was going on at the beginning of the year with the, the, uh, the parades and the, uh, the, uh, the protests and that sort of thing. So she was talking with a lot of feminists, and she said consistently what she was hearing these feminists say is that all men are predators. Well, I've raised three brothers. I've been married for 32 years. I know a lot of great men, and I, I don't personally ascribe to that at all. But that wasn't really her point. Her point was to say that, that out of one side of their mouth, the certain femis, feminists say that all men are predators, but then out of the other side of their mouth, they're not empowering, truly empowering women, which in our way of thinking is, you know, to the, to the fullest uh, extent that the Constitution will allow, and that is to arm yourself. That is to be a, a responsibly armed citizen. So I, I do want to play you her clip, and then we'll come back and talk about a couple of other things. You know, I report a lot on feminist issues. I was at the Women's March um, in San Francisco, and a lot of women are in that movement want to tell you on the one hand that all men are predators and that um, it's their fault and you have no culpability or responsibility in your victimhood you know that you are simply at the mercy of these horrible men and that and the line that they like to say is just tell your sons not to rape like instead of teaching women to be empowered a lot of feminists will say well you need to tell your sons not to rape but clearly that isn't working so i would say like yeah i definitely tell my son that and i'm pretty sure he gets it (laughs) but (laughs) there unfortunately not every man in the world is like him and not every man in the world is raised like him and so what i tell my daughter is to be empowered to stand up for herself and listen a lot rapists are cowards and a lot of them you'll hear story after story about how they will back off when a woman screams or fights back they want an easy mark you know and all i'm saying for you ladies is don't be the easy mark i mean what can be more powerful than that i'm sorry but when you're walking down the street late at night and you uh, feel threatened by a, a scary man who might do weird things to you you saying don't rape me is it's not gonna, it's not gonna do much of anything in that sense yeah. no, but you, when you have a weapon in your hand you have leveled the playing field and if you want to talk about equality and women's rights and women's equality well nothing equalizes us like a gun in our hand when we meet one the most yep so basically she's saying you know she does tell her her son don't rape but then she also tells her daughter you know don't here's an or else here's an option so that your no has an or else attached to it right so now i want to play you a clip from two different females who have that protective spirit and i want you to listen as we play the first one how in our public schools this is in north carolina how we are squashing that spirit in a five-year-old so this is caitlin miller uh, she and several several of her classmates were playing a make-believe game where uh, they were her friends were pretending to be a queen, another was pretending to be a princess. And Caitlin, what part did she want to play? She was the protector, and it didn't end up going well for her. A North Carolina girl was suspended from school for playing with a stick that resembled a gun. Five-year-old Caitlin Miller says she and her two friends were using their imaginations, playing king and queen on the playground. The little girl says she was the guard protecting the royals. During the game, she picked up the stick to imitate shooting an intruder in the kingdom. Hope County Schools said Caitlin posed a threat to other students when she made a shooting motion, thus violating policy 4331. The school system says, quote, Hope County Schools will not tolerate assaults, threats, or harassment from any student. Any student engaging in such behavior will be removed from the classroom or school environment for as long as necessary to provide a safe and orderly environment for learning. 
The girl's mother, outraged over the actions taken against her daughter, is demanding an apology. One minute she's playing with her friends, and the next her teachers are dragging her to the principal's office. Brandy Miller said she's confused. Nobody explained anything to her. Caitlin is back in school after her one-day suspension. While her mother says she understands the strict policy, Miller wants the school to reinforce with Caitlin that it's okay to have an imagination. For Fox News, I'm Rob Demetrius. Well, and I also say it's okay to be a protector. It's okay to stand up for someone that's being attacked or downtrodden. So, you know, if Caitlin can possibly manage to make it through her public schooling with her protector spirit intact, then she hopefully will grow up to sound like this next protector. This lady you're going to hear, her name is Jan Morgan, and she is speaking out in Arkansas against Amendment SB 724, and they're, they're trying to put some gun-free zones in place there. And this is uh, how she is speaking back to her legislators. She is known, Jan Morgan, is known as the First Lady of the Second Amendment. She's appeared on Fox News, and she is a supporter of the, the NRA. Every week, I am on Fox News nationally having to debate anti-gun radicals. The last place in the world I expected to have to show up and debate is my own state capital in my home state of Arkansas, and of all people, Republicans. You see, I was just upstairs, and I noticed upstairs you have this big poster that says, Know Your Rights. And guess what was at the top? The right to keep and bear arms. And yet here I am, standing before a majority of Republicans, having to beg and plead for you to please not further restrict our right to self-defense, folks. The reason I went to the governor's office is because I've been up here now for two weeks, on and off, two weeks, and every turn, I hear rumblings of, well, from this is from fellow Republicans. When I confront my fellow Republicans and say, excuse me, you're a Republican. Have you forgotten the platform you're supposed to be representing? We are pro-gun rights people. And every Republican that I have confronted and said, why? What are you thinking? Why are you doing this? Why are we having to fight you on gun rights? You know what I heard over and over again? Well, the governor. So I went to the governor's office today to ask him point blank, look, sir, if you are anti-gun, if you are anti-Second Amendment, then why don't you just face up to the people and admit it instead of asking your legislators to do your dirty work for you? Because let me tell you something, folks, the governor may have your back here, but I think when you have to go back and face the voters, the people who put you in these seats today, you're going to find out that the governor can't vote for them. What has the electorate said about how sick and tired we are in this state of politically correct, political, dirty games? Donald Trump won by a landslide. And let me tell you, even the all-powerful GOP could not save their establishment Republicans who have been doing their dirty work. Donald Trump won. That should speak volumes to you that your electorate is fed up. We are fed up, people. You are not here to do the will of Governor Asa Hutchinson. You are not here to do the will of your personal inclination on this because maybe you have kids in college who are irresponsible, who drink too much and party too much, and you don't want them to have a gun. Well, let me tell you how I feel about that, Jeremy Hutchinson. You tell your son, you be a parent, you tell him, son, you don't need a gun. But don't you restrict the gun rights of my daughter. This is my daughter. Guess what? I'm an Arkansas resident. My daughter took the concealed handgun licensing class. My daughter is well-armed and well-trained. Her dream was to attend University of Arkansas, Fayetteville. Guess what? My daughter is going to a Texas university where her gun rights are not restricted, where she doesn't have to walk around on campus a defenseless victim waiting to happen. Let me tell you something, folks. The governor may have your back here in Little Rock, but he cannot save you from the wrath of an enraged electorate who you will certainly have to answer to. You are a Republican. We have the majority here. We shouldn't be here discussing gun rights issues. This should be a no-brainer. We will not forget this. 
you vote in support of this amendment in 724, I am going to be your worst nightmare in your district because I'm going to make sure we're doing a roll call vote on this today, and I'm going to make Mr. sure Chairman, that your constituents know what's your, what's who voted. Mr. Speaker, what's your point? In support right, or not, against this the bill. The guest is threatening the members instead of actually speaking. Oh no, sir! Of no, sir! This is not a threat. No, sir! This is not a threat. This is a. This she, is a promise, she said, before yeah. she got cut off. You know what? We didn't, you, we, you didn't get to see the video, but she must have had a piece of uh, wood that looked like a gun or something. And <laughs> that was a threat. Because where was there a threat? You know, we have a right to say, if you don't agree with what I agree with, I don't have to vote for you. And guess what? I can tell my friends not to vote for you. I can advise them not to vote for you. So wh- why is that a threat? It isn't a, a threat in the sense that they were trying to obviously make it sound that way. It's the only thing they had, the only straw that they could, could yank out of the, the thin air at the time. And for me, I say this, that is what it sounds like when you really care about your constitutional rights. And, you know, if we all had that passion that we we weren't so, you know, like hat in hand and and mamby-pamby and, you know, shuffling our feet around as we talk to our legislators. And we don't have to badger anybody. We don't have to badmouth anybody. And she didn't do that. She just spoke very passionately from a place of, of truth and told them exactly, basically held their feet to the fire of what they promised to do as part of their party's platform. And I just, I... I wish I had that passion all the time. I, I would love it if our daughter would catch that passion. You have that passion, Cheryl. That's why you're here. You just address it in a more calmer way because you have time to do that. Mm-hmm. So we all have that passion. You know, I wish mm-hmm. the first one, Kara Davis, she did a very, very good job. But, you know, she used the words, if I want to carry my weapon, mm-hmm. that just is a negative to me. If, mm-hmm. if it sounds so much better, especially if you're on the other side, mm-hmm. if they would have said, you know, I have a right to carry my firearm with me. My but, tool of defense. Right. My a, a weapon sounds tool. to me, and maybe I'm being, maybe that's my slow fl- uh, snowflake period. But a weapon to me <laughs> sounds like what you, would, yeah, what you would use for, um, to, to attack somebody, a weapon. Mm-hmm. To defend yourself, I don't, I don't like the word weapon. It mm-hmm. just doesn't work for me. And it could, that's just semantics maybe for a lot of people. Um, but, uh, but I think it's well taken that, that you make that distinction. You are Mr. Distinction today, aren't you? Uh, it's April Fool's. I can be anything I want. <laughs> that's true. Well, I just, I'm so excited to have brought that clip. And uh, Jan it has agreed to come on the air. She's going to be our guest. Um, I forget now if it's next week. I think maybe it's the next week, week after. and I'm excited. Yeah. So uh, she is, I know she's going to bring it. Um, and you know what's interesting is that uh, Dan Waz, our, our guest towards the end of the show today, he reached out to me, the author of Good Gun, Bad Guy. And so I was, you know, connecting with him and doing some research on his book. And then I heard this clip from, from Jan Morgan. And so I start reaching out to her to see if she would come on the show. And then I realized that she wrote the foreword for that book. Now, how weird is that when worlds collide like that? And it just shows me over and over how, how small the world really is. And um, so anyway, I just thought that was a, an interesting little mashup of, of incident of uh, uh, things. I don't look at it <laughs> as a small world and coming together. What I look at is that these people are they're coming together. We're mm-hmm. starting to be a voice. Mm-hmm. To, and, you know, we're speaking out, and so you're hearing us. Right, and we're just, we're just asking for our constitutional rights. We're just asking that, you know, we don't let somebody else pick and choose for you or for me or for our daughter or on down the line, our granddaughter, how, how they think we should be able to defend right. ourselves. You know, in the 1980s, we didn't talk about owning guns. We, we had a did. lot of guns. We just kind of... <laughs> You know, we didn't say we had guns. Right. Now, we're proud that we have them. So true. All right. Well, we have got to break. we got to run to do some commercials. When we come back, we have Megan Smiley with us. Megan is a professional animal-assisted therapist, and she's also a USPSA competition shooter. Looking forward to that. Stick around. 
Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold Auction's off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at pottygoldestate.com. Auctions take place the first and third Tuesday of every month and are full of a great mix of antiques, collectibles, jewelry, guns, and coins. Visit our beautiful air-conditioned showroom off the I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 East Western Avenue in historic downtown Avondale. You will find a friendly and knowledgeable staff, comfortable chairs, and we even serve free birthday cake at every auction. Or bid from the comfort of your home at potofgoldestate.com. Don't miss out. Everything is going, going, gone at potofgoldestate.com. Hey, everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the Westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family-owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. Welcome back. Thank you for sticking around. You are with Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. We are so glad you're here with us today. If you miss any portion of this show, or if you want to go back and re-listen to a previous show, or maybe just binge listen to all 82 of our other episodes, just go to our website, gunfreedomradio.com, and click the On Demand tab. And while you're there, you might want to put a face with a voice. And so if you click on the Guest tab, you'll see a photograph of every guest we've ever had. You'll see their own individual guest page that has information on them and links to articles they've written or videos that they've been in or news stories about them. So it's a great resource, and you'll enjoy spending some time there. All right. We have waiting in the wings Miss Megan Smiley. Now, she is a USPSA competition shooter, and she also holds a certification as an EAGALA professional and animal-assisted therapist. Welcome to the show, Miss Megan. Hi, Cheryl. How are you doing today? Doing great. I'm so excited to connect with you. You and I are a, a little bit of a rarity, I think, in the, uh, the shooting sports world, right? We're both psych majors. I think so. I think so. I think that's pretty uh, strange out there. There's not many I've met so far. That's so true. And so that kind of takes me right into my very first question for you is like, how, you know, did you get into this world of of firearms and shooting and competition? Well, I first started, you know, like most, I think, uh, women is, you know, my father, uh, my dad taught me how to shoot when I was a little girl. Um, he was a big collector, mainly, you know, rifles and shotguns. And so that's what I grew up learning how to shoot. Well, about um, college, when I went off to college, I kind of got introduced to the USPSA and got introduced to pistols. And I just fell in love. Just the adrenaline, the uh, it's just a blast. It's Literally, nothing, right? <laughs> literally, literally a blast. <laughs> Well, and, you know, what I hear you say is that it's important to talk to our kids about guns. It's important to bring our children into the the shooting sports and, and to give them an understanding of the Second Amendment 
because those children are going to grow up and be adults like you are, like I am. Exactly. And we're going to look back and we're going to be so thankful that our our dads, in our cases, you and I both, it was our dads that brought us into this. But generations moving forward, I think we're going to see an awful lot of stories, you know, 20 years from now where it's like, well, my mom brought me into it. So. Exactly. I, I think that's so true. I think it's extremely important to teach children at a young age the proper safety handling of weapons, you know, how to use them, when to use them, you know, what we use them for. I think all of those are extremely important things to teach our children. Well, absolutely. And then you go into a field where you're competitively shooting And things move very quickly, so safety and training are, you know, so key to to that. Because when you're when you're just shooting normally, you can have you know negligent misfires and those kinds of things. But uh, when you're competition shooting, you know you're you're moving at a fast pace. So talk to us about that. Yes, ma'am. And that's one of the cool things about USPSA. It has a ton of safety roles. And so you're very aware of your muzzle. You're very aware of, you know, what ammunition you have in your gun. It's, it's all about safety because it's not, if it's not safe, it's not fun. Mm. Um, so true. And so it's, you know, it's a lot of fun. We, we work on making sure that's our first priority, make sure everybody's safe. And then after that, you know, go at your own speed. I think a lot of people get in trouble, especially new shooters get in trouble when they try to shoot like the experienced shooters Mm. Um, and they're trying to rush things um, because they're like, Oh, they make it look so easy. Um, (laughs) I even still think that sometimes with the shooters that are way better than I am, I'm like, Oh man, they, they make that look easy, but it might not be quite doable for me yet, you know? And so I think it's um, a great start in, being safe and making sure you're shooting at your level, not anybody else's. Absolutely. And I think with any skill, the more you practice it, the easier it, it appears to others. And they're seeing it in the, in that exact moment. They are not thinking about the years that it took us to study, to get our degrees, right. To, To train so that we could, um, do our, our shooting, our competition shooting with skill and, and apparent ease. So what are you hoping to do? Like, what are your lofty dreams with, with the competitive shooting? Is it just for fun or do you think, you know, there's a prize out there that I've got my eye on? Definitely a prize. I'm a very competitive person. Um, and so I, I would love to one day be a sponsored shooter. That, that's my dream is to one day um, be able to be good enough to be sponsored. Um, but also, you know, it's really exciting to see. When I first started the sport, I was in college, so I wasn't able to shoot as much, you know, not having the time and not having the money, the big part, um, to shoot as much as I wanted to. There wasn't as many women in this sport. And so when I was younger, I was kind of winning some more things. And now it's really cool because there's a lot more women involved. Mm-hmm. And that's really exciting um, to be able to be competitive in that. Be like, oh, man, you know, I have some um, I have some competition. Absolutely. Um, and so I would love to be a grandmaster, you know, shooter. Um, hopefully I'll get there one day. And um, I, I always have a good time just going out there and winning and shooting. Uh, but I am very competitive, so sometimes I can be kind of my worst, yeah. my worst enemy. <laughs> Isn't that the way? So. I'm telling you. Well, um, what would you say? Because, you know, we can't have these kind of sports if we don't protect our Second Amendment, right? And so, yes, you know, it, it might be a, a silly-sounding question, uh, but how important is it for you to protect our Second Amendment rights? Oh, I think it's extremely important. Um I think it's just as important as any of the other rights we have, you know, the freedom of speech and freedom of religion. And I think it's just as valuable as all of those things. Um, The first thing I think of is safety, safety for me, safety for, I don't have kids yet, but I have nieces and nephews and and I uh, I work with kids. And so 
my first thing is safety um, for being able to protect um, the people I care about. And to be um, able to pass those things along to the nieces and nephews and maybe exactly. eventually your own children. Well, our time is running a little short, but I want, before we have to break in a couple of minutes, we got two minutes, talk to us about the animal-assisted therapy. That is such an awesome thing. Now, your the animal of your choice is horses, right? Yes, ma'am. I'm doing horses and dogs, but the horses is just so... Uh, much cooler they're the prey animals so they they go off at of instinct um, and so they're able to read us uh, better than we are able to read ourselves or read each other and so they're able to pick up on our inconsistencies and the different issues that we're having and help kind of mirror that to us and so it is really awesome to see the work how the horses are our partners in therapy and how so much can come out of a session with there with the horses that won't happen in a you know office setting and so that's probably one of my most favorite things about them that's fantastic and it's out in the in the fresh air in the outdoors and that's restorative right there really we spend so much of our life inside these days and just getting outside sometimes in nature can make a huge difference so well, I'm excited to have had a chance to talk to you and um, on your on your um, guest page on our gunfreedomradio.com. I don't really have a way for people to reach you specifically, okay. but um, if, if you'd like to give an invitation, you're welcome to, or if people reach out to me, I can definitely send them to you. Yes, you can definitely, you know, reach me at uh, my email, lmnmiley42 at yahoo.com at any time. I'm not, or on Facebook, Megan uh, Swanson Smile is actually my name sender. So either one of those ways is is great. Very good. Well, thank you so much. And, uh, you know, have a blast out there on the competition range. And I hope to see you with a uh, a sponsorship a little while down the road. Me too. Thank you so much. Megan Smiley. Uh Bye-bye. All right. Well, stick around because we have sitting in studio right here next to me, Mr. Scott Lavin. He is going to talk to us about something historical. You know, we started the the program saying our constitutional rights are no joke. You've got to know your history. Well, Scott's going to talk to us about something historical. It's called Shot Heard Round the World Day. Anybody want to guess what the date of that might be? You can think about it while we're at commercial. Stick around. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. Absolutely. azfirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. azfirearms.com is in Old Town Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit azfirearms.com. I'm Rob Morse from the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Each week we share stories about men and women who saved lives. Now I'm asking you to be a lifesaver as well. The Second Amendment Foundation protects our rights to keep and bear arms. They defend our rights in courts from coast to coast. Today, they need our help. Please go to saf.org and join the Second Amendment Foundation. That's saf.org. Be a part of the gold rush and head on down to see my friends at Pot of Gold Auctions in Avondale, Arizona. Or check out the auction online at potofgoldstate.com. These folks auction off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Everything is going, going, gone. So you best hurry and tell them Don Cogger sent you.
Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. Well, our next guest sitting right here next to me is Mr. Scott Lavin. And Scott, I was saying that, you know, we don't know enough about our history. None of us do. You know, even those of us that, that enjoy history and read a lot, there's always something that comes along that I go, wait a minute, I maybe I've heard about that, or maybe I've never heard about that, or gosh, it sounds a little familiar. Well, you have something going on that's historical. It's called Shot Heard Round the World Day, and I want to I know more about it. I want our listeners to know more about it. What is this exactly? Where did it come from? Why are you sitting here next to me in the studio? <laughs> Uh, well, I'm sitting next to you because you're generous enough to have me, and we, we really appreciate it. Uh, you, you were one of the first media outlets to give us the support and encouragement to keep going with this. Uh, this thing started last year, oddly enough, on April 18th. So we, we did last year on you know 12 hours notice. Um, what we're trying to create is a national activation event. Um, you know, The data from the National Shooting Sports Foundation tells us that there are literally millions of people who have purchased a firearm in the last two years, and it's still sitting under their bed. They just haven't. Uh, you know, gone out and recreated with it or, or got training uh, to be able to manage it, use it safely. Um, we also know that there's even more people for the last several years that think positively about the idea of gun ownership. But still, I mean, you know, going to a range or a firearm store without a friend can be intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be uh, in the industry. I sold firearms for years for a national retailer. I did not know about the social side of recreational shooting. Um, so uh, early last year, uh, a friend of ours named Frank DeSoma, he owns Patriot Ordnance Factories Firearms, um, completely unashamed Patriot. Oh, yeah. Uh, we love uh, Frank. He, he lit Passionate me, Patriot. He, he lit me up about this idea uh, about uh, April 19th, which is the uh, anniversary of the first shot of the American Revolution, Lexington, Lexington Concord. I think if you went to high school before the year 2000, you, you probably learned about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... We started thinking about this, and, and I, I, you know, literally on a night's notice, we kind of just called some friends, and we had three ranges in two states participate, and that's when we knew we were onto something. So um, we went out and did all the legal stuff, the trademarking, and now we are a, a nationwide movement. Uh, I designed to e- educate the public, of course, on history, but to give them a pin on the map and an excuse to go to a range and meet other like-minded people because I've never seen anybody having a bad day at a range. Right. And, and, meet, and the idea is that, that the ranges that are going to participate with us are not just going to show their best face and, and, and be extra inviting to non-traditional customers, but we want them to invite their local partners. Uh, if there's a, a chapter of the well-armed woman or a concealed carry instructor or the local manufacturers to set up that buffet of vendors and, 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 and organizations that – not only do I show up the range on April 19th, but here's a, a, a bunch of organizations that are going to invite me with a schedule of year-round events to develop my passion and help educate me on how to recreate safely and responsible, and not to mention just to have a lot of fun. That um, is so cool. And, and I do love how you've tied it to something historical because, you know, even if we went to school before – you know, graduated before 2000, which <clears throat> I did. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while. It's still, you know, you, you have that kind of familiarity, shot heard around the world. I know what that is. But, you know, and so now you've given people a reason to, to re-remember. And so I think that's amazing. And um, so shot heard around the world day. The other thing I heard you say about that is that last year, in, you said, like 12 hours notice, you were able to get participation in three different states. That is the firearms community, right? I mean, we're just so ready to, to dive in and help out and make things happen and invite people. I mean, right? You're absolutely right. You know, we're, we're, I was shooting content this morning for the website, uh, which is uh, com, And we are, we are celebrating uh, as of Friday 100 partner collaborating or collaborating organizations. So we went from literally zero to 100 in 11 months, uh, and and that that really is uh, too too often when you see watching TV. Uh, if you see something about firearms, it's either an action movie or it's some political issue because uh, you know somebody has you know um, 
you know, probably experienced something awful, which you never hear about. And, and again, even as selling farms, I never knew about is just the, this huge community mm-hmm. of diverse people that, that can come together. Um, we are, we are the well, most well-mannered, most supportive uh, community I have ever experienced in my life. I've been in the military. I've worked retail, um, done a lot of volunteer work. And the shooting sports com- community is, is, is friendly. I mean, where else can you go to a competitive uh, shoot and have the guy or girl next to you who's competing against you give you some friendly advice? You know, look, <laughs> I noticed your so elbow's true. not, you know. So I, I've just never seen anything like it. And that's really what we want to celebrate and spread out to non-traditional recreational shooters, that there's a community here to welcome you. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're, we're going to help each other be safe. And we're going to celebrate recreational shooting. Is there a political element? Of course there is. Um, but for us, we want to just let people know we're here and introduce ourselves to them. And the website has a, a historical tab that talks about some of the events that led, you know, that first shot, you know, in 1775, a, a bunch of guys didn't wake up in the morning having a bad day and decide to start a bunch of trouble. I mean, <laughs> there were things that led up to that, you know, things like the Stamp Act, the American Duties Act, the Currency Act. You know, Britain was taxing us to death to fund their global uh, colonization, uh, and our forefathers just kind of said, you know, that's enough, I think. And, uh, you know, that's a very impor- important part of this, um, the right to uh, bear arms and, and in my, you know, for the, us modern audience, the, the right to recreate responsibly and enjoy it as a form of recreation. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize that in, in some re- forms of recreational shooting, there, there are actually team sports. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I think when I sold firearms, people purchased a firearm, and my image was you went to the range, and it was very solemn and very lonely, and it's just not the case. Well, Scott, you know, I've been a gun owner all my life, and the, the excitement I get out of it is getting people to shoot my stuff for free just to go out and give them an experience. I love to share my experience. So I invite people to come to events like this because everybody is open. They want you to enjoy and Again, I'd rather teach somebody to shoot my firearms than me shooting myself. Dan, I'll hang out with you anytime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Well, there really is a lot of mentorship that, that goes on there. And, you know, kind of like a, hey, I got a cool uh, this kind of gun. And the, the guy says, yeah, but how about this one that I have? And then, you know, you just go out there. And that's ex- it can be expensive, you know, and that could be prohibitive to some people. But when we have good gun ambassadors, as I call them, you know, gun ambassadors. I like that. Right? We can get people together and, you know, it's like, well, I, I don't really have the time, but I don't mind spending the money on the ammo. And, you know, we just work together. Now, Shot Heard Around the World Day. You've told us it's April 19th of this year. You've told us that it's uh, there's 11 states, you said, participating. Who Who's going to participate? Like, is there an age range? Is there, you know, talk to us about that. So, um, again, on the website and the Facebook page, we highlight partners as they come on board. And if you can go and find ranges by state of residence. And I'll be honest, uh, we were very excited uh, last week. The National Rifle Association co-branded with us and identified Shot Heard Around the World Day as a national range day. Fantastic. So, and, and, and there's a bad side of success. So our email is blowing up. I honestly cannot <laughs> tell you right now how many states are going to be participating this April 19th. But you know what? There's going to be another April 19th next year yep. and another one the following year. So there's more now than there was last week. I can tell you that much. Um, and really, uh, we're not here to tell any business owner or range owner how to run their business. Mm-hmm. We're saying, hey, this is a great idea. This is how we, we see it. And we hope you'd invite your local neighbors um, the, the day is April 19th. We've had a lot of feedback on, you know, well, Scott, we're, we're not open on Wednesdays. You know what? That's okay. Do it on Thursday. Just, just let the public know you're coming on the website. You can download, um, these, uh, uh, window and, and countertop signs that, that announce the date and what time you're going, you're going to start celebrating. Uh, his, history tells us that the first shot was fired approximately 7:30 AM. Uh, some outdoor ranges can't start business until 9 AM because of their local city ordinance. That's Okay. So celebrate it with, within the means of your organization. Don't Whether, get wrapped around the wheel. No, this is about having fun and being safe. We're, we're, it, let's not, you know, there's enough regulatory issues with the, with the firearms <laughs> industry. This is a day to just come together, have a good time, maybe have a, a, a barbecue in the back uh, of the property when you're done. But, uh, you know, whether you, if you're a store, just put a sign out, maybe, maybe uh, you know, uh, 
give customers 10% off ammunition that day or, or whatever that might look like for you. Um, we just want you part of uh, the landscape and participating with us. Um, I know uh, some of the local ranges, we're based out of Arizona, and some of the local ranges are participating. They're going to kind of make a big deal of it. They're going to have several tables for vendors uh, out in the parking lot. Um, you know, the range that I'm going to be at, uh, Ben Avery Shooting Facility, we've got a color guard. We're going to have a raising of the colors at 7 a.m., you know, uh, singing of the national anthem, and then get everybody online at 7.30. Um, if you go to the website, you can download um, a free PDF file to uh, print off a target to celebrate this, and it gives you a place to sign that you participated. Um, we're giving a small prize. The, the first person on April 19th that emails us a picture of their used target autographed by them in a picture frame on a wall, we're going we're gonna to give them a, 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 a free T-shirt. Uh, T-shirts are going to be coming out here in about a week. So um, this thing is really grassroots. This year is going to be nice, but next year is going to be amazing. You are trying to crash your email, aren't you? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> I guarantee you it's going to crash that day. Real quick, before we run out of time, you know, you and I uh, on air and off air have talked several times about, you know, the legacy issue with uh, sh- the shooting sports, with hunting, with outdoor activities, Right. And how, how do we pass things along to the next generation? It is all about asking people to come out with you, right, to get involved. And just even in the state of Arizona, we've had some really great opportunities for that just this year. And uh, one of them was the shot heard round, I mean, the, uh, the Henry Thousand Man shoot. Correct, yes. Right? Another one is this expo that we just experienced this past weekend. Uh, t- remind me what the numbers were on that, because that thing, we broke some records here. You know, the team out at uh, Arizona Game and Fish Department, they host a, a, an outdoor expo every year. Um, I, this year, they, they just crushed their record. They had 48, 000, over 48,400 people on the property. They have a mile-long range of firearm manufacturer reps that you can try different brands. Uh, they had Glock, uh, Daniel Defense. So, you know, we spent half the day there. I want to try that. I want to try that. And what's really neat about that event, it's, one, it's free to the public. So they're just saying, they're, they just roll out the red carpet, come out here. You may have to pay a few dollars to try different brands of mm-hmm. firearms. Mm-hmm. But then literally right, right in front of the firing line are all these tents of these different types of organizations like the Well-Armed Woman, like the uh, National Wild Turkey Federation, whether you're into hunting or shooting, there's these groups that invite you to get involved. And, you know, whether you go to church or whether, you know, uh, uh, you know a volunteer organization knocks on your front door, there's so many people we hear again and again, I didn't know. And Until it's I just, was asked, you just right? need to be invited. And just be invited. Fantastic. And uh, I think that's kind of the thing, and that's the heart of Shot Heard Round the World Day is, you know, invite people out, learn a little bit more about history, have a chance to interact with in a social setting with uh, firearms. And you're talking about a mile-long range of the expo. I bet it was 100% accident-free, 100% safe, right? And yeah. that's when everybody can have fun. Uh, again, uh, this is such an amazing community. Um, everybody is so respectful of each other. Safety is, is kind of a social responsibility among us. And you know, we're human. We're all, gonna, we're all flawed. We're all going to make mistakes. And having that friend next to you, hey, watch your muzzle break, or, or is that firearm loaded? And just, you know, we, we, when I hand a firearm to somebody else to look at my firearm, I clear it. I look down the barrel, make sure it's clear. The first thing I, I expect them to do is to do the exact same thing. That's not insulting to me. That's to me, that's building trust, and that's, that lets me know that that's somebody I want to recreate with. Absolutely. All right. We've got to run, but thank you so much for being here with us today. Scott Lavin of Shot Heard Round the World Day. Give us the website as we go out. It's www.shotheardroundtheworldday.com. Also, our Facebook page of the same name. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. All right. Stick around. We still have another full hour of Gun Freedom Radio right after this. When you're working hard to beat debt, you've got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of thousands of people just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, 
Let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, coins, high-end collectibles, to cars, boats, guns, and more. Get started today at potofgoldestate.com or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more information, visit potofgoldestate.com. That's potofgoldestate.com. Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband and Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. 